Neil Bame is the Chief Technology Officer for Gentex. We're sitting in this beautiful Cadillac Escalade with a very unique visor. Tell me about it. Oh, absolutely. So this visor is something we came up with a couple years ago, demonstrated it a few times, and what we've got is it's a, it's a clear substrate technology. We're using our auto dimming. So by changing the setting here on the cluster, I can actually dim this visor. So think of it like a, it's clear, it's a glass device. I can darken it to get rid of the glare in front of me. But what's really fascinating with it is you can still see through it. Even though it stops the sun from blinding you while you're driving forward, you can still physically see objects in the foreground. So it makes it for safer driving. So, I mean, a regular visor, it's safe, it's okay. You get to see the, the, the vehicle on the road in front of you, but you're still eliminating a significant portion of your field of vision. That's exactly right. A regular one, you're looking under the visor to try to see where you are. This one, you can still look forward in your normal vision area, and you can actually block more of the illumination or the glare towards the driver. I understand you've got an upgrade on this as well that's coming soon. Yeah, we're really excited about it. First time we're showing it is this week at CES with another push of a button. One of the challenges with a glass visor is you don't have the vanity mirror anymore. So we created- and You a know, that's very important to an old goat like me. <laughs> me too, trying to fix my makeup and trying to fix, I mean, look at this hair. I got to fix this hair all the time. But what's, that's the beautiful part. You hit a button and we'll create a reflective surface in front of the dimming surface. So now you have a mirror showing up that you can actually look at and do whatever you're doing. You also announced a new partnership with a company called Solus. Um, that does basically wireless energy transfer and data transfer. Yeah. Talk to me about how that could be applied in an automotive application. Yeah, if you think about cars, let's say cars today, um, you have a sunroof that moves. Today it's a cable system where they're trying to move power with it so that you can, right, it's, it's a cable that's still moving. Well, in the future, we want to do dimming sunroofs. So if it's going to move and you want to change the dimming state, how do you keep it powered and active? So if you have something that can do wireless power transfer, you can have two different systems where you can dim that roof while it's moving. And so you will basically send it via the air to the motor that controls that function. Or what you'll have is next on the side of the glass, you'll have a track system that'll actually transfer the power over to the glass and actually darken. So it's, it's, a, it's a transmitter receiver system is how the solar yeah. system works and it'll transmit the energy, the RF energy that receives it, creates the DC voltage that would then darken the glass. And then in terms of design and engineering, it, you're eliminating a lot of obstacles because there's just some place where, where wiring is a pain in the tuchus. Yeah, absolutely, and if you think, uh, you know, go to autonomous vehicles in the future when you want seats to start rotating, how do you keep the power seating? How do you keep some of these other mechanisms in place without having to have the wires and the cables all be articulating? So now when you get into the wireless side, it just creates new opportunities that you really didn't even think about until you had the solution. If you're eliminating wire, you're also eliminating some cost and weight. Absolutely. As we look forward in time and EVs and everything keeps moving, weight becomes a big part of that process to get the distance. Another thing that you guys are working on, and you, you can't uh, spin your head here without seeing LiDAR everywhere, but we know, AAA's done a lot of studies into this, that LiDAR has limitations, especially at night and in high glare scenarios, where infrared, which is kind of old tech, is really superior and safer. You're right, and we're demonstrating this week at CES the Atasky system that we partnered with them on, and it's a long wave infrared camera system. Uh, when, what you, when you first see it, it just looks like night vision. But when you really get into and understand how the situations and use cases where it's of value, 
you can start putting together how advanced driver systems really will need this to help fill out that portfolio as you go forward. How much does it actually extend my range of vision in, in nighttime driving? Yeah, so it depends on the field of view requirements, but you're going to be, say, 100 meters, um, that you can get good forward visibility in nighttime, as well as, say, cloudy or foggy conditions. Um, headlights coming at you is a big issue with glare. Well, in this time of year, I, I worry about whiteouts. I mean, we've seen some horrible accidents on I-75 uh, south of Gaylord. Absolutely, whiteout conditions, heavy rain, um, the glare of, of you know headlights off the, the asphalt, right? That's a big one, especially as I get older. Eyes are a little less uh, capable of seeing through some of that. It becomes a bigger challenge. Thermal imaging can get through that because it's not a thermal issue. Well, thanks to your high-tech vanity mirror, uh, Neil, you look marvelous. Uh, thanks so much for sitting down with us at CES and, uh, and taking us for a drive into the future. Outstanding guy, thank you very much, appreciate it.